0: Shlomalechem Mishnah Yomi is holding in Parak three chapter three of Shkolim, Mishnah base b'shalosh kupot in three baskets. Shalosh Sholosh seyan that were each three seya baskets. Tormin et halishka they scoop shekels out of the treasury. As we noted yesterday, it was three times a year they would go in and scoop out the shekels that had been deposited, the half shekel coins for temple use and Every time they did it, they had, they scooped out three big baskets full of shekels. Now, a seah, nowadays, is about two to three gallons, maybe a little more. So we're talking about, you know, seven to ten gallons worth of shekels in each of these three baskets. So mission continues with like a tubahen, and on the baskets, they wrote Aleph, Beit, Gimel. You know, A, B, C, one, two, three, so you know which basket was scooped first, because you'll spend that money first. Rabbi Yishmael, Rabbi Yishmael says, Yavonit It actually wrote it in Greek, Alpha, Beta, Gamla. They wrote Alpha, Beta, Gamel, And these are these are Greek letters. People are familiar with Greek letters. But then Farshim bring, there's another reason. There's a pasuk back in Noach. Uh, Vayavt Hashem le yefet. Hashem will beautify yefet. Yishken bo Shem. And something from yefet will dwell in. In the tent of shame. So the most beautiful language of Yefet is Yavani is Greek. Our sages say Greek is a beautiful language. Uh, other people might quibble with that. Maybe Spanish speakers might disagree. Uh, but the idea behind this pasuk is something beautiful from Yefet, from Yavon, will come and be in the tent of shame, which could be the temple treasury. So it'd be allowed to use Greek. And the Mishnah goes on. Anaturim, the man who goes in, does who goes in to take the shekels. He does not nichnas, lo pargud chafut, not with a hemmed item. So not something with a hem, because you could, in theory, slip some coins into the hem. minol, not with a shoe, because you could put coins in the shoe, loba sandal, and not with a sandal. For lobitfila, not with tfilin, lob kamiya, not with an amulet. shema Yoni. Maybe this person will get poor. For Yomru, and people will say about him, Melvonolishka Yoni. He got poor because he stole a coin from the lishka in his ham, in his tefillin. Or maybe he'll get rich. And they'll say he got rich from sneaking coins out. So they took these precautions that he shouldn't have a way to sneak money out. A person must be yotze must sort of satisfy the suspicions of other people. Just like he has to satisfy God's watchful eye. The Pesach says, and it's in B'midbar 32, it says, you will be clean from Hashem and from Israel. You have to be clean in their eyes. And it also says, And you will find uh, favor and, um, and, and understanding of good. You'll be understood to be good in the eyes of Hashem and man, so You'll notice in both of these psukim that Hashem is put first because it's actually easier to make Hashem happy, and Hashem knows what you really think and what you're really doing, and Hashem understands you're not doing anything wrong, but people might not. People are more suspicious and more exacting than Hashem is. This is one of the sources of the concept of maris ayin. Maris ayin is like the bad eye, not not the same as Ayin hara, but Maris Ayan is doing something that looks wrong even though it's not wrong, and we don't want to do things that might lead other people to think that something, usr, is mutter. There's an interesting chuvah, I say years ago from Rav Moshe about using lights on a timer on Shabbos. And he said, nowadays, everybody, and this was decades ago already, it was decades ago. He says, nowadays, everybody knows that there's such thing as timers and lights on timers. And it's really not a problem of Mars ion. But back when it was first invented and people hadn't heard of it, it was probably a problem of Mars ion to use timers. But that was way back when. Nowadays, everybody knows. So it's not suspicious. But you see, there's, a, there's this idea of being above suspicion. Onto Mishnah Gimel, Shalbaitz Rabban Gamliel, the members of the household around Gamliel, Chayin Nichnas, they would go into the office. You know, at the door of the office, Vishiklo Benisbetz of holding their shekel in their hands in front of everybody to see that they were depositing their shekel, Davka, right into that office. They were they were skipping the middleman, skipping the messengers or the Shofarot. And they were putting it right in, Vizorko Lifnei and they throw the coin right in front of the guy who's scooping out the baskets of coins, Vatorim Mitkaven Dachvelikuba. And the person who's scooping the coins would make sure to get that coin into his bucket. And it seems like Robin Gamliel really wanted to make sure his coin was used for the Carbanos. We're going to see later that the, the coins they scooped out were for the offerings. The leftover coins would be reassigned to other purposes. So he really wanted his coin to be used for that as, as sort of as, as an extra hitter. Obviously, not everyone can do such a thing. It would be cause commotion. Uh, the mission goes on. torim lahem <laughs> So the person scooping the coins doesn't actually scoop the coins until he tells the officers, uh, the you know, the gizbar, the administrators and the, you know, the um, the accountants and the the officials of the temple, he tells them, I'm going to I'm gonna scoop it out. Vehen lo, and they tell him, they give him the order, Trom, 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 Shalosh Pamim. They tell him three times to go ahead and do it. The Bartonura says we usually require three times before something done in public to show it's being done on behalf of the community. We have this also by Kitsirasa Omer. When we, when we learn Menachos, we'll learn that when they cut the Omer, they uh, they made a big public spectacle and they had the guy cutting, would say it three times and the officials would say it three times uh, to emphasize this is a public event. Yashukor Chachem and a good Shabbos.